Welcome to my podcast, Tech Talks with Lou. I feel very honoured that you are here right now listening. Thank you so much. Now, in my very first interview, I ask Jose Ucar, an international TEDx speaker, NLP coach, international business marketing specialist, and founder of Finding Excellence, about how he uses tech in his business. Now, the topics we discuss are connection, purpose, taking action, and automation. So please do take a moment and enjoy this episode. Hello, I'm Lou Temlett, and welcome to Tech Talks with Lou, the show in which I discuss the top tech secrets for success from the best in today's digital world. So to make you feel more confident with the trials and tribulations of technology, each week I'll be chatting with business owners about their success with tech in their quest to fulfill their dreams. And I'll also be hearing from you, the listener, about your tech tales of frustration from the corporate world and how I can help you shift your mindset with a positive sense of calm about all things tech. Now, welcome. I have Jose Ucar, who is the host of Speak to Sell Yourself and Your Business Show, a unique live event for business owners and people in business who want to sell more, stand out and grow through the power of their voice. He has been featured in Yahoo Finance and Yahoo News as one of the top 10 public speaking coaches. Some of his articles have been featured on Mentors, Thrive Global, Disrupt Magazine, and The Influencer Age. Jose Ucar is a global TEDx speaker, an NLP coach, international business marketing specialist, and founder of Finding Excellence. Jose has spent the last 10 years traveling the world, successfully growing and promoting different businesses by working alongside them to bring out transformational change through the power of advanced communication skills. Now, his goal is to give you the confidence to present the best version of yourself when communicating with others in public speaking. His motto is learn to communicate with yourself first and then others and finally broadcast your message to the world. Jose says this is reflected in his own personal speaking style, which you will be hearing, which he has spent years perfecting through learning neurolinguistic programming, NLP, business, marketing and professional public speaking and some of the best coaches in the UK. Jose's clients and partners include Ottership, Sports Work, the European Bank for Reconstruction and Development, the General Assembly, just to name a few. And he also has a growing community of over 40,000 online students with his signature world-class communicator online training course, being an amazing source of knowledge to give you the skills and techniques to adapt your presenting style and speech content for maximum impact in any setting. Now, welcome, Jose. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. Uh, It's an absolute pleasure to have you here. Please give me, and now I've given you, uh, given a full introduction, I'd like to know a bit more about you, Jose. So give me an update as to where you are right now and what you're doing. 
Lou, what an introduction. And I just want to say thank you very much for having me on your show. People that are going to be listening to this, you incredible ones, yes, you know who I'm talking to. Benefit from this and follow Lou, subscribe, because this is just going to be amazing. Lou, where do I start? Well, I like to say I'm, I'm working on a daily basis. Do you you know, before we started today, Lou, by the way, people ask me, what was my hobby? And nowadays, when people ask me for my hobbies, I cannot help it but connect back to my business. Because in a way, my business, especially, especially the speaking business has become a hobby as well. I cannot get enough of this. It is Sunday today and I'm speaking. It can be Monday. It can be whatever, whatever time. The only moment I don't speak is when I'm sleeping. And I think my wife sometimes, you know, gives me a nod, an elbow. Come on, wake up because I think you you know, you're, you're having either a nightmare or you're talking to somebody. So what I do on a daily basis, the latest is carry on speaking, inspiring people to share their message, whatever the channel, whatever the technology available is, always, you know, go and speak your greatness. We all have a message. We all have got something to say. And the more we put ourselves out there, the more people we can impact with what we do products or services the best version of ourselves it's not always about selling it's actually about connecting which is one of the things i'm super passionate about so the ripple effect of creating connections leaving a good impression supporting others and then how that people can actually go out and support others and others and others and others and others and off we grow and we grow and we grow and we improve our lives that is just a summary thank you Jose, I love I love your energy and passion about your business and just everything that comes across. Now, I want to ask you how you um, use technology within your business and how it has allowed you to grow, because we all have um, sometimes a sense of fear about tech and an unknowing. But I believe you've utilized um, and overcome fears to uh, involve tech and just progress. I mean, you've got a huge community, um, 40,000 uh, online students. So tell me a bit more about, uh, about that. Hmm. The first thing I'm going to say to each one of you out there, how you do one thing, I don't like to say that you do everything, but you do many. Okay, so imagine for a moment, I do the speaking and I put myself out there every time. I make mistakes, I learn from my failures, da-da-da-da-da, okay? So now, imagine if I don't apply that same mindset to some other areas of my life, I would be missing out. So whatever you're very good at, what is it that you're doing and incorporate it, inject it into some other areas? So my speaking, I always recommend to people, yes, get started. Don't hold back. If you're going to be podcasting, if you're going to be doing a video, whatever that might be, go and do it because perfection doesn't exist. It's never going to be perfect. And you're always going to find people well, criticizing you, not liking it. So deal with it. So now if we apply that to technology, embrace it. Just go and do. If you if you're just thinking, you know, too much about, well, you know, what what can I do with my business? Just go and do it. Take the first step. I speak to people as simple as, oh, well, I, I don't know too much about something that might be simple for some of you. I don't know how to use LinkedIn. I don't know how to, you know, improve my profile, update it. And then I explain it to them. They come back. A year later, I'm not joking, oh, I still don't know how to do it. Why? Because they haven't taken action. So you may know a lot, and I don't care what you know. I care about what you do with it. It's not about what we know. It's about how we feel about what we know and what we do with it. 
And then if you take that approach, Lou, to technology, to everything in life, you begin to you begin to make progress. You begin to, wow, even if these are very small steps, in a year's time, instead of coming back to Jose or Lou and saying, I still don't know, I haven't done it. In a year's time, you come back and you say, wow, holy crap. I mean, that thing, look at where I am now by doing a little bit every day. It's uncomfortable, yes. It's difficult, yes. And yet, if you want something else, just go and do it. Get started. Absolutely. You know, one, one of my strap lines um, is take the brave pill and JFDI every day. Now, for those of you that don't know what JFDI is, just flipping do it. You know, sometimes it takes um, some energy to just be brave and just go out there and do that. But there are other people, you know, we, we all have stories and there are other people that are in worse situations. And you have to be kind of find that gratitude to just take that deep breath and just get out there and do that, whatever it is, and every single day. Now, Jose, I'd love to know more about your online community um, because I'm in the process of building uh, an online business and an online community. And I'd like to know a bit about how you started that. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to be speaking, first of all, about the community where I have all the online students. That was born during the pandemic, going back to embracing technology. I was commuting to London every day, connecting with people in person because I believed and I used to believe that was the best way of doing things. So I would go there on a daily basis. The pandemic started. It may have happened to many of you. And then my business just went from wherever it was to zero because I wasn't connecting with anyone else. People didn't know what to do. I hadn't developed an online community. I hadn't developed all the different social networks. I hadn't embraced fully technology at my level, people. When I say technology, it's my version of technology, and I will expand on that if Lou asks me, which is there isn't much to expand on in that case. (laughs) But then what I did, Lou... We didn't have anything to do. And at that point, my brother was still living with me. He's the videographer. We run another business around video marketing. So we said, look, what are we going to do? How can I actually use all of this knowledge, everything that I've learned in, well, in my life, I would say, but especially the past 10, 15 years in business, NLP, speaking, and turn it into something and put it out there for people to benefit from. And then let's see. So going back to just doing it, just flipping, do it, we started around 4 to 5 a.m. every morning. We did that for about four months because then they're recording and then just do it. Yeah, sometimes, you know, you look at yourself, you don't like it. And all of that just took us so much. Finally, we had all the videos and everything else. Now we did that without even looking into the platforms that we were going to be using to host the training, to share it. So that was another one in which you would find me going back to putting in the energy as well. How much do you want it? It would be 2, 3 a.m. in the morning, and there I was, you know, having a coffee. My coffee my coffee cup is over now. It's empty. But there I would be researching what kind of platforms can I use? How much do they charge? How much do they work? What communities do they have? So I looked at Udemy, for example, which turned to be the most successful one for me. Then I looked at Skillshare, which is really good. I looked at Teachable. I started, you know, testing them all. I looked at Kartra, which is where I host my training now, and that's also where I host all of my business, my products and services, the coaching. So after that, things started to work out. And the beauty of using those platforms, especially you, the me, is that it, in a way, broadcasted what I like to say about public speaking, 
well, it broadcasted my training to the world. And many people started signing up. And I don't know whether it was timing or what was it exactly or the quality of the content of the combination of everything or something that the market needed because Udemy did publish and it's not because I looked into it before it was a coincidence that they published that communication skills public speaking was I think the top two well between the top sorry let me slow down a bit within the top 10 Lou they they were like number three in the rank and then my training went, I don't know what they used to call it, but they give it like a red color or a flame or something, super hot training course available. And the rest is history. But it came from giving it a go. And I'm going to say sacrifice, yeah, and having lots of arguments with my brother and everything else. <laughs> so we put it out there. <laughs> oh, it's fabulous. I think so many businesses started, or at least the ideas, uh, and started during the pandemic. And I'm incredibly grateful for the time that we all had just to start to shift our mindset. Um, and as a, a single parent, you know, it's given me so many more opportunities to connect with people outside of my local area. Um, I've just flown back from Mallorca and had two business meetings and, you know, just lots of fun as well. Um, and without uh, the pandemic and, uh, you know, Clubhouse and various other platforms, I wouldn't have had those opportunities. Um, so it's really coming back into to play. Now, I want to know more about your your tech knowledge uh, or your tech tech tips and things so that the bits that you mentioned earlier (laughs) okay well i'm going to go when it comes to tech tips for for people in a similar business to mine i would say for coaches and also speakers people getting started online as well online businesses something as simple as having zoom installed and knowing how to use zoom to stream live even before you come into StreamYard, live streaming into different channels, that can be a very easy start. So you start stream, I mean, live streaming into your different channels. If you have a, a presence on, on social media, that would be one. Always think, this is what I do. This is my thinking behind a business. It's not just growing in numbers and in people. It's actually how can I gain more time on a daily basis to do what I really love the most within my business? Because a business people, it's not, oh, I'm a coach. Hello, Lou. Thank you so much for all these wonderful clients that are coming to me now. They're flowing my way. And I just coach and coach and coach. Yeah, right. Mm. That may come. That may come. And it depends on the structure you have and everything else. We'll, we'll touch on that maybe on another episode. But then it's about, hold on a second, because I I was about to lose my train of thought. Let me just go back to it. Okay, so people are not going to be flying in, right? As I said. So there's lots of things that you can do, that you need to do. And an example is I discovered Kartra. So Kartra is a platform, for those of you who don't know, it's actually, it gives you almost everything that you need to start a profitable online business, I would say. I really like it. So in there, I've automated everything. If you go to my community, the Speak to Sell Yourself and Your Business community, it's all automated. So the emails you receive, all of that, it's, you know, happening. I created all of it, but now I don't need to go back to it. You see, I have the shows, the landing pages, all in one place. And all of those contacts, then they come to my funnel. And then once they come to my funnel, I can nurture them. I can give them value, which is one, speaking about values, is my value. If people come to me, I'm going to give you loads of value because that's what I believe in, helping others as well. And of course, I run a business. You see, 
And then I can send all of the emails. I already mentioned this. I host my trainings. The world-class communicator now is hosted in there. And everything else that happens, it's all in one place. I even use it now, going back to how you use the business, we have a marketing business. So from Kartra, they give me the affiliate link, which I then share. And then we get commissions from it. It's, and if you ask me, Lou, years ago, you would say to me, affiliate marketing and things like this and the links. And oh, goodness me, I haven't got time for it. Make time because every little bit is going to make a difference to your business. Understanding that is going to give you the knowledge and then go out there and speak about it. That's how you become an expert by trying, testing, doing things regularly. So, Kartra, Zoom, I don't know if you want me to just over to you. No, yeah, this that, is your I mean, show. It, it's great. You know, that's uh, there are so many different platforms out there, but it is just doing something every day. Now, I want to kind of um, backtrack and your TED talk very much talks about connection and connecting with other people. Um, now, how do you how do you do that and build your network when it's not online? Because one of my um, thing, part of my thinking is that if you can't fulfill the process with tech or with not with tech, then I, I guess you kind of need to uh, build that process and refine and uh, kind of become expert at that before applying any sort of tech to it. So tell me more about connection and uh, connecting with people and, uh, you know, a bit of your background and to why you're now in public speaking. Okay, so I'm going to start with why I am in public speaking. And if I go many, many moons back, I'm going to be turning 40 in November, by the way. So I'm a bit scared about it. I don't know. I don't know. Thank you very much. So but many, many moons ago, I think I was 12 or 13. I'm speaking to one of my teachers, one of those people in life that actually they give you something and they transform your life completely. And he said to me, Ukar, two things you need to do in life. One, read the newspapers. I still don't read the newspapers. Two, <laughs> learn how to speak in public. I decided to take that one on board somehow back then. And it led me to travel to Sweden when I was 16 years old, uh, representing my country as exchange student. I have loads of stories around that as well. Things that went wrong, very wrong. And then that helped me develop an inner confidence and a passion for connecting. And when I say connecting, it's actually, and people sometimes say to me, you always seem to be happy. No, I'm not. I'm only a human being. But when I'm in front of new people, I get overexcited. I'm like a puppy. And it's just like, wow, I want to know. I want to see them. You see, when you said you were going to be doing a podcast, Lou, I would love to talk to you. I would love to share. <laughs> I love it. It comes from within as an excitement instead of a fear or instead of something that, yeah, I don't want to do it. So I, I decided, you know, follow your passion, follow your bliss. I decided to do more of that unconsciously until I made it more conscious. And that led me to connect with so many different people. It connected me with a person that invited me to work for him in the UK back in 2006. And since then, I've been traveling. Now I don't travel anymore because I decided to embrace technology. And I like to say I travel virtually. Ruth, Lou, sorry, Ruth. What am I thinking about? That's not my wife, by the way. I'm in trouble. My wife is upstairs. Sorry. Okay. Well, Lou. I said Lou the first time as well. Lou. <laughs> and I. it's amazing because I can be speaking in the morning to people in Australia. Then I speak to people in Europe. And then by the end of the day, I'm speaking to people in the States, for example, or in Canada, or in Latin America. All in one day, people from Russia con contacting me. 
because of applying the same principles that I've always used on my networking events when I used to go to London, when I traveled to Sweden, that same passion and curiosity and interest for connecting has taken me a long way. And I'm, I'm still super excited of what's to come. But then it comes from that curiosity. And we can all explore that curiosity because if we connect to human beings, then people buy from people. We have got more opportunities to do business as well, to learn from each other, to build great things, to collaborate. That would be a bit of a summary. Was that helpful? Need more it details? was. It was. So when you're when you've been in the physical kind of networking scenarios, how do you? So if someone um, is starting out in business, or they have been in business for a while, but they actually are really quite scared or have fear about meeting new people, how do you? Um, break the ice and connect with other people. What is that one true Jose Ucar tip that people might be able to pick up on and use in their own lives? Okay, well, think about this. It's not about you. Life is not just about you. You have an incredible opportunity every time you're meeting a new person. So it's about reframing that. It's not about you, it's about reframing it. Yeah? So oh, it might be about the other person as well or about the combination of the two of us engaging. One, what was the other one that you shared? Curiosity. Imagine, what can you learn from that person? Imagine what no, you could teach that person. Also imagine where all of this could go moving forward because I'm always, you know, thinking about the present and the future and the excitement of this encounter. I don't know what's going to happen. So people say, what if they don't like me? What if they do? Every time people say, well, but what if they don't listen to me? What if they do? What if they're not interested in what I've got to say? What if they do? What if, you know, but another one, I don't have enough stories to tell. Um, you know, I don't know enough. And they may know more than me. How do you know? Have you spoken to them yet? You see, so every time they give me A, I give them B, or C, or D. And then you start applying these things and take the step, Lou. People, take the step to go. It may be uncomfortable, everything else. Take the first step. And if you're not ready yet for a face-to-face -face like that, take the first step with a phone. Record yourself. Start saying hello to you and look back and give yourself feedback. Share it with your friends because I'm sure you speak to people. Even if it's like the gamers, now you're speaking to people. So how can you then take that excellence, that way in which you engage with them? To a one-to-one. -one. Remember how you do one thing, you do many? And then in different areas of your life, you can actually use the excellence you carry. You can grab the strategy and implement it here, tweak it, and make it work. Quick example to illustrate this, Lou. I used to do martial arts. I did martial arts for many years. I don't do martial arts anymore because when I do something, I give it my best. So can you imagine if I came to the cold, you know, my eyes are just like, hey, Adrian, I look a bit like Rocky, you know, so it wouldn't, probably it's not the image I want to portray in this case. But then every time I get a bit afraid about a new presentation, something coming up because I experience fear, people, and especially being Latin America, I'm all dramatic about it. Oh, so I apply the thing but back when I was doing my martial arts I would be fighting someone right and I it didn't scare me as much as speaking so I decided okay what was happening with them or what what what's happening at that time and then I realized it was the preparation it was the amount of times I would practice at home you know the different movements and everything else how was you know my 
my my conditions, you know, my my health and also my fitness levels. You see, there was lots of preparation going on in the background. So if you're not preparing enough, and then you just go, oh yeah, but I'm not great at it. How much are you working on it? What kind of help are you looking for? What books are you reading? What are you doing about it? I hope that helps. I know you asked me just for one thing, and I just gave you like a boom. No, it's <laughs> fabulous, Jose. That's exactly you know. In my mind, I was thinking, you know, uh, I guess I've always been quite good at connecting and, and making friends with new people but when it comes to telling my story or about my business then I'm going oh no one wants to hear about that you know and actually you've just really eloquently reframed it um, and kind of posed that question what if they do want to hear about it you know it's that what if um, and I spent 10 years working for Honda and that was one of their um kind of advertising campaigns what if you know thinking about the possibilities and what could be rather than what has been and I think you know it it takes some challenges and some practice to live in the present moment and think about the future rather than holding on to the past um, and just just reframing I love the reframing what if they do want to hear you? What if, you know, you, you're going to make amazing connections if you speak up or connect with, you know, people in the room? Um, for me, it's always about the smile and uh, eye contact and kind of connecting with people in that non-verbal way, uh, because I think that's really important as well, whether that's over Zoom or in person. And uh, it's just having that yeah, that connection. Um, uh, can you elaborate any more about connection, Jose? Because I do feel like, uh, you know, in a tech world, we can be connected. But I, I kind of want to get to the, the core of connection, because I do believe that that can cascade on any platform and any system, whether that's tech or not. But there's there's a core to this connection thing. Absolutely. There is a core. Yes. Oh, I love that question. So we're going to go a bit deeper. <laughs> so I, I like to say, look, we can go deeper or we can go higher. OK, depending on how we perceive reality, the world or maybe I don't know, whatever that might be for people. But for me, I can go either deeper or higher. So I'm going to speak a little bit about purpose. So what is your purpose? Or you can look at it. Imagine a pyramid at the top. You've got the purpose. What is your purpose when you when it comes to connecting with others? Or what is your purpose when you go out there on a daily basis, when you start your day? Do you ever think about it? Give it a few seconds even to think, okay, what is it that I'm going to be doing? What's the reason? What makes my heart sing? And if you want to ask those questions around connecting with others, then you will get your own answers. Remember that the quality of our lives and our interactions have a lot to do with the quality of the questions we ask ourselves. So that would be one. Or if you look at the, the onion, well, I'm actually just drawing the onion here for people can see it, the onion, and then you start peeling the layers and you go to the core of it. That's the purpose. So what is the reason behind all of the things that you do? And for me, if you ask me, I can go higher or deeper and I say, look, 
I love it. Yes, all of that. But I believe there is growth for me and for others. That's one of my purposes, you know, in there. There might be others. That's the main thing that drives everything. And if I go at a deeper level and I'm clear about my purpose when it comes to connecting, this is what happens. Underneath purpose sits identity. So when I'm con- when I'm in alignment with my purpose, my identity, I'm the connector. I'm the international world-class communicator. You see, I'm the expert. I'm also the friend, the likable guy. I've got, you know, all of these identities come together, which then what happens with this, and this is the powerful bit, it gives me more resources. And then I look at the beliefs. What do I believe about my connections? When I'm connecting at my best, that is like what? And then all of a sudden, I'm personally getting very excited because, you know, and, and then if something is not working there, I change it. You know, the what if, or if I decided to believe that, yeah, I'm not good at connecting in there, I just go, what if I was? Or what can I decide differently about the way in which I connect with people? Goes down nicely to skills. So if you ask yourself questions, skills, capabilities, you may realize, Lou and people, that, well, I'm actually lacking some skills here. I may need to read a book. I may need to look for a coach, listen to people speak, whatever that might be for you. Look out for resources. There are many. And as you know, you just type in Google something and you're going to have lots of information to get started. All of it leads to the behavior element, how we behave in any environment. So start with purpose and you see how it cascaded down nicely to the environment. So when you see people, wow, you look at the environment, look, 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 look. Yeah, there you see what I did there? I was about to make a mistake and I think I rescued myself from it. So Lou, <laughs> I see you, you are great at what you do. I'm only looking at the tip of the iceberg. I'm only seeing the environment bit, the behavior. So if you start asking questions, you'll find the excellence within loose behavior that may start with the purpose or the spirituality, the identities, the beliefs, the skills and capabilities. And off you go. That is a great way to model others, by the way. Oh, I'm giving it all away. People, Uh, listen to this episode. (laughs) (laughs) this is a gem of a podcast let me tell you um jose thank you so much this is not the end of the conversation i do believe you are able to do things in different languages Mm. is that correct um yes Uh, you mean like the french keys and things like that or are we not talking about oh Oh, okay no 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 sorry okay okay so so uh, uh, can you train people to speak in different languages or do, or, you know, what's your special okay. kind of skill? Um, well, I would say one of the special skills I have is the ability to build rapport with people. That would be something that I'm conscious about. And it comes from all of the things that I described before. What I do love to help people i mean with lots of things when it comes to speaking but people with accents because as you can you can see you can hear i've got an accent i speak spanish i speak english and then i speak a bit of swedish because i live there and i i usually tell the story of my experience there a bit of german but i i train people in spanish and in english but 99% of my engagements and everything I do, Lou, are in English. Going back to what I wanted when I was growing up, I wanted to live in an English-speaking environment, do all of these things in English for one reason. I haven't questioned that, but I'm happy. So people that start like like I did, you know, you want to speak up, you want to land the job of your dreams, you want to travel the world, you want to, whatever that might be, you want to start a new business, whatever that might be, and then you're holding yourself back because no one else can but you, because you believe you've got an accent 
then I'm going to tell you, so what? I'm going to slap you a little bit. There's some other things that we can do, but then you will start speaking up. Because, and this comes through, I've experienced so many things, not in the UK, traveling and everything. I mean, there is a bit of racism when people speak with an accent in English, of course, or in any other language, I'm going to say, because I, I've experienced it in Spanish as well. Um, then many people hold back because they don't believe they have the excellence because they don't have their accent. Many people want to change their accents to fit in, and then they're just standing out. They are not sharing their excellence. So you see, oh, you're about to get me very excited about this, and I'm going to take over. No, no. Let's no, not no, go there. No, no. Yes, I yes. want, people, I want okay. people to speak their greatness, their greatness. No matter what their accent, their circumstances, we cannot speak their greatness. We'll have got something to say. We do have something to say. I was wanting you to go more with the accents. I was actually wanting you to teach me how to speak with an accent, Jose. <laughs> oh, you mean, okay, well, I, I don't know, because believe it or not, Lou, I'm not great with accents. And when every time I, I try to <laughs> Im- imitate, or, you know, it just does an impression of accents, I, I haven't mastered that bit yet. So I don't teach people how to do that. <laughs> Another time, maybe that's on your radar. What if you could? What exactly? If you could? There we go. So, what what if oh. you started learning it, Jose, and then you teach it? <laughs> so, what's next for you, Jose? You've got um, your new podcast with Elliot, and you you've got your online um, community. What else? And you've done your TED talk, of course. What else is on the horizon for the next twelve to eighteen months for you? More speaking engagements. I want to. I'm literally working on developing my keynote. I already have one, but I want to expand it. I'm speaking about your accent is your accent. Sorry, accent. Hold on a second. Let me say it again. Your accent is your asset. Hold on, because I I took a note somewhere. All right. Here. So you see, I've been working on it because I've got, you know, even some notes that I made here. Yeah. So your accent is your asset. Don't change it. Embrace it. That's where I'm... That's what I'm, you know, thinking in my mind. I've delivered a few sessions on it, but I want to go deeper, incorporating all of my stories and everything else. So what I'm after is to start telling my keynote all over the world. That would be my next thing. That's, you know, apart from everything that I do, if you ask me my biggest dream at the moment is just to get that message out there because I know it will change lives and perceptions around people with accents for the ones who speak with accents and the people that listen to us speaking with accents. You see, going about connecting again, understanding each other better, appreciating. Absolutely. I, I love listening to people with accents. Um, it's just, you know, uh, there's a there's a deeper sense of, of knowing and, and just something else um, and a different dimension. Um, uh, so what steps are you going to take? Because we've talked about just flipping, doing it every day. How, what, what things are you putting in place every day to make your dream happen? Okay. Oh, I love that question. Well done, you, because I always say to people, take action, take action. And now I'm, <laughs> I'm on the spotlight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, Lou, I speak every day. So I carry on crafting well, yeah, my, my skills and there is a different saying. It's not the one. The one I wanted to say is, yeah, I'm, I'm investing in my craft on a daily basis. That's what I wanted to say. So I'm speaking, 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 speaking. Even when I cannot speak anymore, when I'm very tired, I carry on speaking because I know I'm stretching myself. And then I speak about the topics I love and I also incorporate new things. So I'm always learning. When it comes to the keynote, okay, so when it comes to the keynote, and for some reason I like to take notes like this, 
post-it notes and then I put them on a bigger thing. And at this point, I'm supposed to be looking into identity through personality, intersectionality. Um, so those are the main things I got in there to incorporate into the talk. And then it's about practicing. When, when you're crafting a keynote, it's important then to hone the stories that you're going to have there to illustrate the points, the theme, the message, and what I want people to take away. As I'm doing that, I'm also working on a promotional video that's about to come out. That It doesn't speak about the accent, but it speaks about people standing out through their own flair in a way, right? So we're gonna be standing out through our own flair. What is it that we do differently? Most likely our voice, how we sound, how we gesture and everything else. What else am I doing to achieve that? Oh, I'm going to have, as a coach, I'm going to have a coaching session with someone else that is going to help me also with all of these elements. I need to read it again because the intersectionality sounds quite interesting, deep, but I definitely need to find out more in order to incorporate my stories to illustrate these points. So I think that's it so far, Lou. And then maybe I, I... another coffee. <laughs> yes, coffee. Coffee is always good. We've got that in connection, so that's fine. Um, the um, yeah, using what what you do kind of to make you stand out, or what makes you stand out, is a really great thing. And whilst you're in your keynote, you're not necessarily speaking about accents. I think all of us have something that stand that stands out about all of us uh, and it's just connecting with those things and realizing that you've got greatness you've got you've got what it takes and just to be able to see that take a moment to step back and just see and share what makes you different to everybody else um jose any last thoughts that you'd like to share with uh, with my followers and uh, audience on this podcast? Lou, I'm sure there are many things. And I really like, I'm going to go back to what you said. I loved it because it's not just about the accent. This is, you know, sometimes it's just taking a message individually for each one of you listening to this today. And then how can I apply it in some other areas of my life? think about what we started speaking about so how would this apply to some other areas of my life because i'm just one guy i was born in venezuela then i moved to a very small city by the sea but from there i had big dreams and i'm still realizing many of them so it is possible if i've done it if i'm teaching people to speak in public if i'm teaching well i don't say teaching coaching helping others to stand out regardless of where they are within their careers, so can you. So what are you going to be doing differently to embrace that beauty-ness that you carry within that power, that uniqueness? I think this is how I want to finish this from my end, Lou. Go and speak your greatness, share your greatness, connect, because it's not just what if people like you, what if they need you? You could be changing someone's life. Absolutely. Jose, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you and uh, kind of digging a bit deeper into who Jose Ucar is and what he stands for. So it's about connecting, thinking about what if and just standing out in your greatness as to who you are and what you are. Um, so, yeah, from me, go for it. Uh, live your best life. Take the brave pill and JFDI every single day. Thank you all so much for listening. <laughs>
enjoyed this episode as much as I did recording it. I look forward to having you listening in again for the next episode. And if you would love to be a guest talking to me about your tech trials or successes, please do drop me a DM.